Hello, and welcome to our fourth episode of Gin and Spirits. Yes. Woo! <laughs> um, we're coming to you night before 4th of July. Yeah. Not releasing it on that day, no, so you're going to be really confused. Happy but... America. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, tonight, I am drinking straight bourbon. <laughs> Um, actually, it's on the rocks. Out of a Nightmare Before Christmas cup. Nice. I am drinking out of a Walking Dead cup, so we're sticking with the uh, mm-hmm. pre-4th of July Halloween theme. <laughs> um, and uh, I'm kind of uh, just dabbling in rum right now. So <laughs> the uh, mixer base is um, a one of those powdered lemonades that I'm mixing by the glass. You know, <laughs> I'm too lazy to make a picture of it. And uh, I am throwing in either some Bacardi Limon with some Cruzan, stra- strawberry Cruzan, or I've also got this like blueberry lemonade Cruzan thing. I don't know. I'm just whatever, whenever <laughs> I walk over there and I pick up a bottle, that's what goes in it. It's some variety of lemonades. Nice. <laughs> we also just came from dinner with friends and we each had a drink that is meant for two people. Yeah. Which is, uh, in my opinion, the fine print wasn't clear, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Right. (laughs) Sure. (laughs) Um, All right. Let's start with creepiest thing of the week. Yeah. I've decided as of last episode that I just don't experience enough creepy things. So I'm going to instead tell you every episode something weird about my life or childhood. Because I really think that I've been haunted for a significant period (laughs) of time. Love it. Um, all right, so let's start with let's start with the story that caused it all, in my opinion. <laughs> um, this is brief. There was uh, I don't know what's wrong with my mom. <laughs> Last episode, I think we talked about the fact that uh, my parents just they're like whatever about a lot of stuff. Um, I guess as a kid, one of my friends had this really intricate, beautiful Ouija board. <laughs> It was like, um, a lot of the ones you see on TV are like, just like letters and numbers and whatever. This was like, it was in circles. It had like horoscopes and months and days. It was like very intricate and it was really pretty. And uh, in elementary school, (laughs) in elementary school, sip on that, my friends and I would play with a Ouija board. My mom thought this was normal. Um, so normal, in fact, that she got me one. <laughs> so then I had a Ouija board. Mine did look like the one in TV, in TV shows. And, um... I've seen it. So, still here. Yep, I still have it because I don't know how to get rid of it. So... <laughs> and, like, what if you threw it out? It and it back. came back, right. That's yeah, what I'm saying. You I'd can't rather, do it. It's all right. Let it stay. Let it... <laughs> let it stay. So... As an elementary school child would, the things I cared about were whether or not I was hanging out with people. So, what did I ask my Ouija board the day that it freaked me out too much? I said, hello. (laughs) Moves the thing to hello. (laughs) And I said, um, is anyone anyone gonna hang out with me today? Is anyone gonna call up? Childhood me ask. Because you had to call. (laughs) Yeah. It was the 90s. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The house phone. And uh, I was like, I'm going to call me today. And I, uh, the thing moved. Yeah, really cute. Except I'm in the living room on my Ouija board. On the floor. I'm sitting pretzel style. I remember it just as it was because it was scarring. <laughs> so I like move it. It spells out my friend's name. I'm like, cool. What time? Chooses 4 o'clock. 
Four o'clock, my phone rings. I never fucking played with it again. I never touched that <laughs> thing again, that. ever. But you know what? I really, I think that, I think that I like let some shit out in my house because oh of it. I do. But I never touched it again after that. I was like, I'm fucking done here. Yeah. That's... And child me was like, I'm fucking done here. <laughs> <laughs> Even child me was aware. I was like, mm, this, like is, well, this is too this accurate. Put this thing in the back of the closet. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Yes, that's my creepy story. I never played with the Ouija board. I shouldn't have. Uh, normal people don't. I don't know what's wrong with my family. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, but we'd accept that haunted nephew from previous. Yeah, but no, that's so funny. So uh, that's, that's why I think we'd accept that shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, right. that's nice. How about you? Uh, mine was a creepy dream that I had. Oh. Yesterday. Ooh. I really was recent. Napping. It was a nap dream. And I think part of what made it so creepy was that, like, I woke up. Um, I'm sorry. The, oh. sudden, the powder is still I there. I saw your face. It was really bad. <laughs> I drank a lot of powder. You guys just know it didn't mix so well. It's all right. I'm going to ignore it. I'm sorry. Oh, my God. Your face is like, well, too sour. Yeah, I was like, no, not sour. I like solid. Lemon. Oh. <laughs> like, I didn't mix the powder. The powder to water ratio is incorrect. Ew. Yeah. I like the texture. It. Nope. Not me. <laughs> it feels like I just exfoliated my mouth. It's like reminds me of like pixie sticks. Okay. I'll just convince myself of that so I can drink oh God, this we drink. should get pixie sticks. Nope. All right. Go okay. ahead. What's your story? <laughs> um, so, so you, do you ever wake up like, it's not sleep paralysis. Like you just, you're, maybe it is sleep paralysis. <laughs> <laughs> but like you just can't move when you're waking up sometimes. You ever experience that? Um, nope. <laughs> Very sorry. Sounds. <laughs> it can't relate yeah. to this. Well, I sometimes have that. Okay. Where it's like, I know that I'm waking up, but I can't move myself yet. And you gotta like force yourself to kind of like. I'm like sometimes move. aware that I'm about to wake up. Yeah. I don't know. But you, all right. Well, anyway, I have trouble moving sometimes okay. when it happens. Um, and this dream, though, is so bad that it was like really awful to not be able to move. So in my dream. That might be sleep paralysis. That is a thing. Yeah. It's like, to my knowledge, uh, Anyone out there knows about sleep paralysis? Yeah, correct me. Email. We need to get an email address. Uh, we do. <laughs> we'll get one. We'll figure it out. We'll link it. Maybe by the time we release this, we'll already have one. Yeah, we'll put it in the <laughs> description box. Um, um, anyway, yeah, they say that it's like you have like like uh, like you're almost like hallucinating. Yeah, yeah. it's like so it's it awful. Been sleep yeah, because you're like somewhere show. between like your dream and yeah. like actual life. No, but not me. <laughs> that followed like a really creepy dream though so in my dream I lived in an apartment that was like similar to my apartment but not my apartment which is always the worst yeah like it's like too close to home but not really and I was out sick from work which recently happened and that was happening in my dream and my boss sent two not co-workers to bring me my work. But they were, like, people that I knew from high school. Okay. It was really That's anxiety, weird. Stri- like, striking. Yeah. <laughs> and it was, like, this kid that – these two guys that I went to high school with and one of their moms. And they brought this paperwork. And they were, like, wow, you look awful. Like, oh, when they came in and I was, like, rude? thanks. Right? <laughs> yeah. And they were, like, uh, your eyes just look, like, you know, like, really sunken in and tired. I'm, like, well, I'm, you know, I'm not feeling too well. And they were, like, oh, okay. Right? So they leave. And then one of my exes was there, which no. was crazy, um, and was like, something was wrong with you. And I was like, I don't know, like, where you get off <laughs> telling me that something was wrong with me. 
And like, it was just a series of people just telling me that I looked like super awful. And then my cats were like not doing great either. And I was like, am I like getting them sick? Like, oh my my God, God. it was awful. And then um, an exorcist shows up to my home and is like, we think you're possessed. And I was like, really? I don't feel possessed, right? Oh my God. And so in my dream, it was like the exorcist telling me that I was possessed and me not believing it. And then somehow we went up at a pool and I threw a piece of paper at my ex. And that was like all hell broke loose. Not really. Like, but you know, everyone was, <laughs> everyone was like, she is possessed. And I was like, I don't think I am though. And then I had like an encounter with a demon in a pool. Oh. And suddenly there's evidence that you might be possessed. <laughs> And that's when, like, I started to wake up in this awful, like, between state. So when I woke up, I uh, doused myself in holy water. Yes, I did. Why do you have holy water? My mom gave it to me. What the hell? (laughs) My mom gave me a Ouija board. (laughs) (laughs) Ah. String to our very different mothers. (laughs) Jeez. Yeah. I'm Jewish. Why do I have holy water? Who knows? (laughs) My mom gave it to me. Wow. So that was a cool good thing you had it. (laughs) Like, that was a really, really creepy dream. It was just awful. Really, the worst part was the cats. I really was just concerned (laughs) they were all so sick. Aww. You know? Did you wake up and, like, shake your cats? Are you okay? You know what? I woke up and Portia jumped up, like, onto the couch. I just, like, hugged her. I was like, oh my God, I love you. (laughs) <laughs> so that was that nice well it was real creepy good thing you had holy water I was gonna say like let's go somewhere like I thought like I was worried when you were telling me this story I was like dude like what if your dream is happening for a reason like let's oh go God. to a psychic no but no, you no. have holy water so that's I cool I doubt myself I don't have holy water here I am Catholic <laughs> I have a Ouija board instead <laughs> let's not play with that that's not whatever the solution is it's not that <laughs> Absolutely not it. No, it's not. Definitely not. There's no reason to have one. <laughs> yeah, of those. no, we're good. And the holy water, you know, didn't yeah. burn. So <laughs> I'm gonna drink to that. Cheers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. So you're on first this week. Yeah, I'm really worried we're gonna have the same one because I feel like this is something that interests both of us. So I'm like a little high anxiety I'm about to oh, start God. this. Okay. All right. Did you – I feel like this is, like, fourth episode. We're starting to dabble maybe in things that are more common. You know what I mean? Did you do the Amityville Horror? I did not. Oh, thank God. All right. <laughs> Woo. Oh, okay. my God. We were both uh, – for, for listeners, we were both, like, researching for a while. And I was like, dude, mine's really long. I'm sorry this is taking me so long. Like, I'm usually a lot quicker about it. And Kate's like, mine's long, too. And I'm like, how long? And she's like, pretty long. And I'm like, oh, God, what if we're both uh, – <laughs> I became a long episode. Yeah, I'll try to talk like decently quick, you know. Um, I actually was interested in it because of the follow up. So the first family, it's a murder. Right. But the second family is haunting. haunting. Yeah. So um, I used uh, three, four, four sites. (laughs) Um, I got biography.com, which I thought sounded ridiculous. So, article name is The Real Amityville. Amityville Horror. <laughs> um, we got History versus Hollywood because um, there's movies made about it and stuff. We got Daily Mail and we've got All That Interest, 
allthatinteresting.com. I use them from Daily Mail, too. Yeah. Nice. Mm-hmm. Um, so we got, uh, start with um, the first round, right? So the murder. Um, so basically, with the murder, there's six people are killed, right? So, um, oh, I thought you, I thought you nodded. And out of the corner of my eye, I thought you, like, looked, No, I nodded. Yeah, yeah. I guess. Sorry. I, corner of my eye. I, mis, I misinterpreted my peripheral vision. <laughs> All right. I was like, I was really, also, like, know? really trying to not yawn out loud. Rude. I'm not. Like, <laughs> you. I'm tired. Damn. I'm exhausting. Harsh night. as hell. All right. Anyway. So, <laughs> uh, okay. So, once again, everything's in bullets and everywhere. <laughs> so. All right. So, six people are murdered. Um, it's done by the the oldest son. He's 23, which is crazy. Like we're like right now, yeah, like, we're older than that. Mm-hmm. So like, that's like a weird concept for me to that think about. Weird, yeah. You know, to think that a 23 year old murdered like his whole family. That's wild. That kind of like mm. all right. I got the yeah, of course, so. yeah. That's mm. All right. So his name is Ronald DeFeo Jr. Goes by Butch. Whatever. Um, <laughs> It's a douchebag, so whatever to him. Um, he shot his parents, his two brothers, and his two sisters with, like, a rifle. And I've seen, like, reenactments of it or, mm-hmm. like, or like maybe, like, references of it. Or, like, I don't know. Like, movies reference it now. Mm-hmm. But I think it was a reenactment of it. And it was, like, in the reenactment, it was, like, a shotgun. So it was, like, sh- like extra, like, because that shit explodes. You know what yeah. I mean? Um, so that was kind of, I don't know. But, all right. So um, now when he... Uh, went to court. His defense attorney is named uh, William Weber. And he decides there's no way to get out of this one, buddy. Right? You can't. I mean, you shot your family. So Weber is like the only possible route we can even try to take is insanity. And it's really rare for people to try that. And it's even more rare for people to succeed at that. Um, The background for the insanity plea just as like uh, kind of like a vague summary is uh, it's not convincing people that you were crazy. It's convincing people that you did not understand what you were doing at the time was wrong. Okay. Okay. So a lot of times that overlaps with things that like being mm-hmm. crazy, whatever, but like, um, like since we're not doing murder stuff, yeah. just like referencing like son of Sam. Yeah. Right. Like that guy, um, was able to convince them that he was like hearing voices, you right. know? Um, so things that for some reason you don't know at the time you're doing something wrong. All right. Um, so he tries to establish that by saying that DeFeo heard voices telling him to murder his family. It did not work. Um, DeFeo was found guilty for six counts of second degree murder, which I think is bullshit. Second degree murder, the difference is that there's no premeditation. Right. It's like a crime of passion, right? Yeah. Or something like How do you not have premeditation? You walk into your house in the night. entire family. Yeah. Come on. Yeah, that's dumb. I don't think so. But whatever. Either way, I guess it doesn't really matter. I'm sure it was harder maybe to prove premeditation. Mm-hmm. That's why. Either way, he's in prison for six lives. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think, I mean, just out of like morality reasons, yeah. I feel like it's bullshit that it's second degree. Absolutely. I feel very annoyed by that story. Um, so just like a look into Ronald's life, Butch. Um, he was like... Uh, described as like monetarily comfortable like they weren't like poor or anything like that um but he had an abusive father and his mom was kind of like meek in the background type of character um so he ended up turning a lot to like substance abuse whether it was drugs or alcohol 
Um, this is important later because uh, while he's in prison, he admits, um, he says, he recants his testimony. He says, I wasn't insane. And uh, he just was not thinking clearly because he was on heroin at the time. Oh, wow. Um, and he was said, and he said, like, you know, my dad really abused me. I was very angry and I was on heroin. So that's his huh. later. That's what he says. Um, and I mean, his parents sucked, to be honest. I mean, like, I don't know them. And I feel bad speaking ill of them because they were murdered. But um, like what I read was they tried to like fix it by giving him gifts and stuff. You know, like right. no one wants gifts. Get out of here. If you suck as a parent, right. don't give me a gift. How dare you? But so, just don't be abusive. Yeah. Um, so the murder was pretty, uh, like gruesome. It was kind of weird because, um, all of the bodies were positioned on their stomachs, like in their bed. Um, and there were no signs of struggle, no signs of like drugs. So we shot them so in their sleep. So you think that like they would hear. Yeah. How do you go bed to bed? Yeah. And even if they're, I mean, even if they're not in their own room, I'm, I doubt that they had enough bedrooms for six people. You know what right. I mean? But even if they're in, in they're sharing a room. You still have to go. Your parents. I'm just, yeah. My guess is like the sisters and the brothers maybe were in different. You know what I mean? Like yeah. how do you get to three and none of them are struggling and they're all in their bed and there's no evidence of drugs. So it's like a little weird. There's like some weirdness to that. Um, and I read somewhere that the neighbors said they didn't hear anything. They just heard like dog, the dog barking all night long. They're like silencers? I don't know. Huh. Right? Yeah. Creepy stuff. All right. So that's. That's the background. That is not the haunting. <laughs> okay. You just need to know that for the haunting purposes. The haunting comes in where, uh, so this, the Lutz family. That's the one, yeah, yeah from like the movie, right? Yeah. And so, I, you know what's funny? I never saw the movie. What? Yeah, I know. Don't, look, don't watch the new one. Except that Ryan Reynolds is in it. So do watch the new one. <laughs> but watch the old one first. Okay. The plot's Actually, like better or whatever. Yeah, it's just like it has that like. I wonder, like, what if that's what I saw? Okay, you know, the new one's like fine, and like Ryan Reynolds. We're not sponsored by Ryan Reynolds. We're not sponsored by Ryan Reynolds. (laughs) Um, But we could be. Yeah. (laughs) Um. But yeah, so watch the old one first, and then the new one. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, man. Anyway. The Lutz family. Yeah. Sorry for interrupting. Uh, no, it's all good. The family is um, Kathy Lutz is the mom. She's got three kids, Daniel, Christopher, and Missy. And she has a new husband named George. So the husband, the new husband is like their stepfather. It's not the real, like their biological father. So Kathy, three kids, Daniel, Christopher, Missy. Um, Danny uh, is age 10 when he moves in there. It's during the 1970s. Um, it took until he was like 47 to finally talk about how crappy that was and how he was like scarred and the crazy thing about this um is they only lived there from december 18th 1975 until january 14th 1976 that sounds like a year difference no, it's not but it's like a month it's like 20 i think it was That's 28 crazy. days i don't know I, I didn't count i read that it was 28 days i'm saying huh. it's 28 days you count it yourself <laughs> um, but which i kind of respect because i feel yeah, like usually yeah yeah Usually I'm like, could you leave? Right. <laughs> good for them. They left. Yeah. They were like, you know what? <laughs> Less than a month of this, we're good. The month of February, <laughs> not during February, we're good. <laughs> um, all right. So um, they kind of all like claimed that they like um, – sorry, I'm like backspacing stuff I said already. Um, they kind of all claimed like, you know, they, they would like smell weird things, like whatever, um, typical – kind of stuff. Um, but Danny specifically claimed 
I was possessed by a spirit. This is a quote. I was possessed by a spirit I couldn't get rid of on my own. I just wanted somebody to believe me. It has been in my dreams my whole life. Oh, God. Yeah, so he said that at the age of 47. I guess I could have ended on that as the quote, but I found a different one, so too bad. Yeah. <laughs> There's a documentary about it. So I think he thought he says that, that it never left him, even? It's been in his dreams. Okay. So, I don't know. That's horrifying. Yeah, I didn't see the documentary. I didn't see the movie. I suck. So, I'll watch these things eventually, <laughs> and I'll let you know if I like them. Um, yeah. Um, and the DeFeo crime that I just described happened uh, about a year before they moved in. Oh, wow. So the crime was recent. I think they were the first family probably to move into the house um, afterwards. So it was I wonder like, if the real estate agent told them it was haunted. <laughs> yeah, I wonder if it was legally haunted. Yeah, I was going to make a crack about that later. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but since you said that, I will now point it out now. Uh, transition. Um, so... As of 2013, no one other than that family has claimed it's been haunted. So people are kind of skeptical about whether or not they were just doing it for the money. But (laughs) regardless, one owner, like of the house along the lines, changed their address. They changed the number address. So the address is now 108 Ocean Avenue instead of 112. Huh. And I wonder, I was thinking about the The legally haunted house. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's So, so funny. Yeah. Um, so, and despite people, so this is like something where they're like, oh, like they might've had some money issues. Maybe they were just doing this for fame and money, but George and Kathy, the two adults passed a lie detector test. Um, Danny refuses to take one. He feels like offended. Oh, wow. Yeah. He's like, how, how dare you not believe me? Like whatever. So, you know, that's, that's fair. (laughs) He lived a a lot of struggle. It's like, who the heck? How dare you? Um, (laughs) all right. So. Um, this is a really cliche. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah, so just yeah. get that drink ready. Um, all right, so here we go. Here are some things that they experienced. Kathy, um, she George says that he saw her levitate off of her bed in the middle of the night. Cheers. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> okay. George, every night. It sounds like a lie. But this was in the 70s. I don't know when these cliches started. Yeah. So I'm like <laughs> so skeptical. But maybe if I was alive then I'd be like, that's crazy. I'd have heard of it. Right. I don't know. I'm not checking because I'm too lazy. So <laughs> maybe they're like ripping off movies or maybe this is wild. But um, George claims that every night he would wake up at about 3.15 to strange noises, um, which is around the time that they think the murders happened. So Cheers. once again, yeah, this is just going to be a long one. Mm-hmm. Um, let me think. I'm just like looking around. I've got so many bullets. All right. Um, they, so this is just like general statement. They had weird smells that they would smell out of nowhere. Cold drafts, objects would move. Um, they specifically said that there was a knife that would clank around in the kitchen. A nearby garage door would, like, periodically open and close, which is, like, maybe they're just being polite, you know? Maybe they're just trying to help being you out. polite? The <laughs> spirits yeah, are like, in the garage? Yeah, they're like, you need help getting your car here. <laughs> um, <laughs> Daniel and Christopher, the two boys, uh, also felt that they well, – some, someone said that they levitated. I don't know who. Um, green <laughs> slime oozed out of the walls and the keyholes, which sounds like bullshit to me. Um, like what would that yeah. slime be? Hmm? Like, what is that slime? Right. 
Ghost slime. Ghost Ghosts are made of slime. <laughs> it's the life force. What's the movie where, ghosts, where the ghost is made of slime? Uh, Casper? Yeah! Is it? I think so, right? He's like a green... Isn't there something? Yeah. yeah. I'm gonna go with it. Um, Alright, so they call in a priest... Um, this guy comes in and he blesses the sewing room. Why the sewing room? Number one, why do you have a sewing room? Okay, we've addressed it. Number two, because that's all I feel I need to say. Uh, number two, because he, or I guess the family said that that's where most of the activity yeah. came in. Which is weird because this happened in so many rooms. That's another thing. I'm like, why that one room? Is that the like... The scene in the movie is, I know exactly like what you're yeah. talking about. Yeah. Okay. Is a sewing room what I think a sewing room is? Like, is it what I well, imagine? Is the there a sewing paraphernalia? It's not even, I don't even think he makes it to the sewing room. Oh, he's like, like I'm out. He's like overwhelmed by flies. I looked that up. That was in the History versus Hollywood thing. Oh, really? They said that the flies did not, that was not real. Okay. The family complained that there were a lot of flies there, at the t- but it wasn't oh. like a swarm and they were Yeah, that in the happen. movie, he, the like, priest like... Yeah. Freaks the fuck out about it. <laughs> nope. <laughs> um, he started out anonymously like when he first talked about it, but they, it came out that his name was Father Ralph Pecorano. Pecorano. Pecorano, yeah. Um, so he blessed the sewing room. Um, he said that it was really cold. <sighs> A voice. <laughs> A deep voice said to get out when he sprinkled <laughs> holy water. <laughs> He felt a slap on the face from no one. Which <laughs> is really disorienting. <laughs> Throws you off, right? Like, yeah, imagine you're like sitting there, you're like, what the? <laughs> Your slap, I wonder if it was a hard slap. Did he deserve it? Like, did he say something rude? He probably was like, get out. And the ghost was like, uh, no, I just slap. said that. <laughs> I just said that. <laughs> Um, I know you are one of mine. <laughs> I am rubber. You are glue. <laughs> All right. Um, he found unexplained blisters. He and oh, this one is weird to me. This is a story I'll tell in the future. This one makes me uncomfortable. Um, he heard noise interference uh, when he tried to call the family to warn them to stay out of the sewing room on the phone. So he could not get through to the family because there was like static happening. Um, it's been comfortable because I've experienced something like this. And yes. Like yeah. I've experienced that something like that twice because that's what my life is like, you guys. It's cool. Good, cool. Um, just, okay. Uh, Gene Campbell is a famous photographer, I guess. And I guess, and he, um, was part of like the paranormal investigators that came, I think after the priest and they uh, captured a ghost, they say, oh. peering out of the doorway uh, with black and white, uh, uh, on black and white infrared film. So the eyes are like white. Mm-hmm. Um, skeptics think that it's just one of the investigators and they're stupid. Uh, others think it might be a demon. Others think it's the murdered DeFeo boy, John. Um, I looked at the picture. It looks like just a regular solid kid. It doesn't look like a ghost <laughs> at all. Um, but maybe that makes it more believable. I don't know. To each their own. Um, am I almost done? I'm almost done. I just got to figure out what I've missed so far. Oh, Oh, the priest never finished blessing the house. He was like, I'm out. He left. Oh, wow. Um, So just the sewing room. (laughs) He didn't even finish that, I don't think. I think he was like, it told me to get out, so I did. You know what I mean? Like, I think he was like, I'm leaving. Um. That's similar to the movie. And what did he say? Just like that. The flies were too much, so he left. Oh, he didn't yeah, finish yeah, 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 blessing yeah. anything. Yeah, so that's the that work that did happen too. Um, all right, so 
Last thing, and then I'll end on a quote. Last tidbit, because we hate these things. Here we go. Here's the tidbit we hate. Uh, Missy, one of the kid, the girls the, yeah. that moved in, had an imaginary friend. Oh, we hate that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we love it. Imaginary friend named Jody. Um, Jody. In the in a drawing that she made, kind of looks like a cat. They uh, I saw the doodle online. Kind of looks like a cat, mm-hmm. but they describe it as being like a pig. Okay. Okay. When they talk about it, so maybe she's just a crap drawer. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> she's just not a very. Missy doesn't have artistic talent. Missy no, sucks. Um, so she did not draw the pig well. It looks like a cat. Um, but so um, you know how? I, oh, Kathy, that's her name. Um, Kathy, I, I forgot her name because I backspaced as I went to. Yeah. Yeah. So Kathy, the mom, <laughs> claims that when she was like outside or something, she like looked up and there was like a pig with like glowing red eyes, Ooh. like looking out at her from like the window. Um, so, and Missy's like, oh yeah, my BFF Jody, you know, like <laughs> we cool. Um, so clearly Missy was getting some, uh, like paraphernor- para- para- paraphernal, paranormal, paranormal activity happening to her. Um, the boys did too. Like, I, I know they like were fighting over nothing, but that's like, oops, all kids fight over yeah. nothing. I don't believe that one. But, um, this is the quote I'm going to end on. This is from a book, The Amityville Horror by Jay Anson. It says, um, oh, I don't want to start from a second. Sorry. All right. So Missy just got out of the sewing room. Kathy's like, why the bitch in the sewing room? You know, she was, like, on the phone with her mom, I think, like, talking about Christmas trees or something. She looks over. Missy goes in the sewing room. She's like, "Mm, I don't like it. We don't like that room. Uh, Why is my kid playing in the sewing room with an imaginary friend? We don't like this. Uh, (laughs) So Missy, like, leaves the room and goes into her room. Um, So when she goes in there, according to this book, quotes starts here. Missy was back in her rocking... Number one, who puts a rocking chair in a kid's room? Don't give your kid a rocking chair. Don't give your kid a rocking chair. So, so unacceptable. Mm-hmm. You see the rocking chairs at Cracker Fucking Barrel? Don't go to Cracker Barrel to get a rocking chair. No. Don't ever. Leave him there. Yep. But yeah, so... That's the only place I know that sells rocking It's really specific. You ever been to a Cracker Barrel? I Yeah, but I don't know. I just... It's a rocking chair. All right, noted. Yeah, probably like Bob's Furniture does too. We're not sponsored by any of these things. That's sponsored by Cracker Bear or Bob's Furniture, but yeah. we would love to be. Yeah, give me free furniture. <laughs> um, all right, Missy was back in her rocking chair, staring out the same window. Uh, I don't know what window it was. I, I forget. Some window. She was staring out a window, okay? So now, <laughs> Missy was back in her rocking chair, staring out the same window and humming again, a tune that didn't quite sound familiar. Kathy was about to speak when Missy stopped humming. And without turning her head, said, Mama, do angels talk? Oh. That's where I'm going to end it. <laughs> that was a good quote yeah. to end it on. Pretty creepy. Pretty uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if it was like, they always, in the movie, they focused on like the big windows that looked like eyes on the oh. house. Maybe that's like. Maybe. Who knows if the house actually looks like that. Yeah. They didn't use, I do know that they said they didn't use the house yeah. for the movie, but. Yeah. Yeah, so that's my whole thing. That was wonderful. That was no, that was wonderful. The Amityville Horror is a little bit long. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Ready to just move into mine? Yeah, hell yeah. Let's do it. Okay. So I am doing the story behind The Exorcist. Ooh. (laughs) Nice. 
Yes. So I like it. I'm excited. <laughs> so I have, I think, three sources. Uh, I see how this was like concerning of like, oh my god, we might have. You know what I mean? They're like yeah. somewhere really famous. That was, yes. That was risky. It was, right. it was, yeah, yeah. I was like, it's oh like, no. You know, it's like it's like playing categories, and you're like. Do I, write yeah. the word, do I write the word red? We're all thinking red. Like, you know? Yeah. yeah it's going to definitely happen eventually. We're going to pick the same thing. Yeah, but right. it's fine. Oh my God, it'll, be so it'll, be, it'll be a special episode. <laughs> all right. So my sources are this is insider.com. Okay. Daily Mail. And another site called the scary story.com. Okay. So yeah. I saw that link uh, for the Amityville Horror. Too, yeah. When I was it up, and I was what, like, the scary story? Yeah. I liked I, it. I had but but whoever wrote it has a great tone. Nice. Like it's just slightly sarcastic. Oh. And I enjoyed it. All right. All right. So read it. <laughs> woo. So um, The Exorcist, the movie, um, talks about a 12 year old girl. Um, and it came out in 1973, and the girl was named Regan, and we all uh, Reagan. Um, we all know the you know the clips of her head spinning around, puking up pea soup, and all that stuff. Um, I recall Scary Movie Two. Yeah, she's like, like he's peeing like, forever. Like, yeah, eternal pee. Um, I think she does pee. That's in purgatory. The movie. Peeing forever. She has the spider walk, which is really horrifying. Oh, yeah, yeah. So in the movie. Yeah. Yeah. In the actual movie. Yeah. 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 Um, the movie's, like, actually, like, pretty creepy. And I know they did a documentary recently where they went, like, into the the house that the story is actually based on. So this is the yeah. story it's actually based on. So, um, it's actually based on the story of a 14-year-old boy. Ah. Um, who, his name was listed in one of the articles, like, his actual name, but... And it was not Reagan? No. <laughs> um, but... Like, in all the other articles, it was, like, he didn't want, like, the family didn't want his name said, um, so I'm not going to say his actual that's name. Fair. So the name that they gave in the papers was Roland Doe. Okay. So that's what we're going to go with. John wasn't good enough. No. Roland. <laughs> which is maybe where they got Reagan from, Roland yeah. Reagan, you know. Oh, yeah. Actually, yeah. Yeah. So he started have, um, showing signs of strange behavior in 1949. Um, and... Cool. So, <laughs> uh, his exorcism took months. Damn. Yeah, much like the story that you were telling about, um, is it Anna? Anna Eckert? Yeah. Something? So, um, his parents were really religious. Um, they were German Lutheran Christians, and they lived in Maryland. And does this only happen to Christians, or are we the only ones that like report it? You know what I mean? <laughs> How come there's always no, there's a, a priest? Movie, there's a movie about something with Jews. All right, I just want to make sure that like we're we're all sharing this struggle together. You can keep most. Of it. I am I uninterested in that, <laughs> so I'd rather not. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. It is weird, right? Yeah, maybe other religions are like like. Uh, no, nah, they're just a weird guy. Like, you know? <laughs> Some weird dude. How come? What the hell? All right, anyway, I'm sorry. Mm. That's okay. Um, so, Roland was an only child, and he was very dependent on, like, the adults in his life for company, and he really liked spending time with his aunt, who really liked playing with a... Ouija board! Yeah, it's a Ouija board! Let's drink! Yeah. <laughs> hmm. What a good time for me to tell that story. Yeah, it was perfect. Um, So, 
when he was 13 years old, his aunt died. And what did Roland do? Contacted her with the Ouija board. Yeah, he did. (laughs) And some strange things started to happen. Wow, what a shock. Yeah. Um, His family often heard the sound of, like, footsteps. Um, Furniture moved on its own. It was levitating shit. Um, He had scratches all over him. Uh blessed things and religious imagery in the house like would fall or like just vibrate um and it said that um, this is what i wrote (laughs) 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 i can say shit also happened at school desks moving and shit poor boy (laughs) (laughs) like not only was it you got bullied for that you oh know? my god. I think like everyone. his desk moves on its own. And he's like, fuck with me. And like throws the desk across the room with his eyes. <laughs> oh my god. Rolling. I wonder if like, okay, so if that were happening. Yeah. Would, would a demon that's possessing a person want the person to suffer and therefore like almost bait the bullies? Or would they like have self-respect? Right. And like attack the bullies you I know what I'm saying I think they probably attack because I think feel like so? they're like I don't know I don't know it depends if the demon took it personally yeah I think. it's like yeah because maybe they're like I feel like they might be like yes also help me make them miserable right but then maybe they're like hey who the hell are you talking to <laughs> yeah this is oh, mine <laughs> <laughs> you can't talk to my body like that <laughs> only I can talk to my body like that. I don't know yeah who knows? Yeah, maybe it depends on the demon. Yeah. Um, demon death by demon. You know, case faces. <laughs> yeah. So his parents, um, being reasonable, were like, let's take him to get a, like, a psychiatric evaluation. But um, they were like, he's fine. His desks keep moving. Parent <laughs> conferences, like... <laughs> parent conferences, like, yeah, he, like... You know, he's a pretty good kid. Sometimes when he answers questions, there's a little bit of a growl to his voice. Uh, sometimes he just answers in the wrong language. And sometimes his desk moves on his own. I don't think he's kicking it. The parents yeah. are like, he must need a psyche. Now. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> they try. Whenever he walks by, the picture of Jesus just flips just upside down. down. I don't psyche, Val. Psych. Yeah. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> I interrupt so much. I'm sorry. No, my God. I love it. Um... <laughs> So when that didn't happen, they went to a priest, a Roman Catholic priest, who was near their home in Maryland. Yeah, and they were Lutheran, right? So yeah. Hmm. Um, and they said that, and he was like, yo, this kid possessed. <laughs> so they just said, he's like, he's been possessed for a while. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. His desk's moving. <laughs> I just brought my dog to a new vet, yeah. and uh, my old vet did a crap job, apparently, because I just brought him to the new vet, yeah. and the new vet was like, how are all of these things wrong with your dog? Oh, my God. And he's going to be fine. He's going to yeah. be fine. It was one of those things where, like, my old vet was like, no, it's all normal. This right. is fine. It's <laughs> fine. These are common things. And I bring him to the new vet, and the new vet's like, all of these are fixable. We should fix them. And I'm right. like, we should fix them. Take my money, right? Right. So I'm not sponsored by the vet. So... Um, <laughs> Yeah, so I feel like I feel like this is this is like I feel like this is similar to that. Yeah, like the priest was like, D- "Wait, what do you mean? He's been- <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? What do you mean? Scratches all over his body. Yeah. What do you mean religious fixtures? That's what I'm stuck on. <laughs> They're just falling. Gravity <laughs> just works different in your home. Yeah, like, things are. What do you 
mean things are <laughs> levitating around him. <laughs> it took you a while to get here. Yeah. yeah. They were yeah. like, he needed a psyche valve for him. <laughs> He's like, psyche valve my ass. <laughs> yes. So, um, they relocated to St. Louis, Missouri. Um, where over the course of several weeks, uh, he was exercised, including... Uh, Not even, like, going to the gym. <laughs> It had to work out. Um, including someone named Father Bowerden, who they really focused on. Including? Yeah, there were several priests. Wow. This kid's um, life sucks. He what? This kid's life sucks. Yeah. Um, they had to perform the exorcism 30 times. Oh, my over God. Over several weeks. 30 times? Yeah. Shit. <laughs> Poor boy. <laughs> It literally said that in her notes. Just so you it did. Know. Poor boy. Poor boy. Um, lowercase. All of it lowercase. Yeah, Period at the end. <laughs> Shit happened at school. Poor boy. All right. Um, a quote. Roland spat in the eyes of his rescuers. Rude as hell. Spoke, <laughs> spoke in a deep, unnatural voice and broke Halloran, who was a witness, broke Halloran's nose. Oh. <gasps> That's pretty bad. I feel uh, like you don't hear the priest getting hurt. Yeah, whatever, he broke you his know. nose. Yeah. His bed shook violently. The words "evil" and "hell" appeared on his body. All right, let's just pause. For let's a <laughs> um, but even though that was real bad, eventually it worked. Um, TLDR. It yeah, bad. it was fine. It was bad. <laughs> Um, but luckily, Father Raymond Bishop kept a diary of all of the encounters that he had. Luckily. With, luckily. I'm sure that with Roland. stoked. Yeah. They're Jeez. like, you know what we want to do? Relive this in movie the, form. Yeah. Over and over again. Um. In TV show form. We have a TV show now. Yes. Yeah, it's TV actually very good. good. Yeah. Do you know the next season was canceled, though? What? Yeah. Every show I like gets canceled. I know. It's a curse. Damn. Father Marcus was just getting it on with that guy he was having eye sex with. Yeah, like, <laughs> they were going to do it. Damn. Yeah. Uh, Bummer. All right. Yeah. Well, um, again, like, just things with the exorcism, like, his body was shaking so violently that it took three fully grown men to, like, restrain him. He was a 14-year-old boy. <laughs> um, I like this quote. One of the dire entries stated, At midnight, the fathers planned to give Roland Holy Communion, but Satan would have no part of it. <laughs> They're like, eat the bread! Eat the body of Christ! He's like, no! <laughs> How do you say no in Latin? <laughs> I don't know, I just no. deep. <laughs> tried. Even while the institution of the blessed sacrament was explained, they explained it to him, the boy... Uh, his body was badly scratched and branded. The word hello was printed on his chest. Shut up. Hello. <laughs> please, please eat this bread. Please eat these weird crackers. Yeah. The kid's like, no. Please drink this wine. No. He's like, hello. <laughs> oh, man. At least he's polite enough to greet them. Yeah, right? Well, anyway, (laughs) he was eventually rid of the demon, and he never spoke of the incident publicly. He just, like, wouldn't do it. Wow. Um, But it was the front page article of the Washington Post. 
Um, and then there was a book written about it in 1971, and the film followed two years later. But two they made years? it. Wow, it's pretty fast. After 1971, The Exorcism was in 49. Oh. So. All right, all right. You know. Um, I like this quote. After The Exorcism, according to Father Bishop's diary, the boy became a fine young man. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Worth it, then. Yes. Right? Yeah. At least he didn't become, like, a bank robber. Yeah. Um, he had a long, productive career in the government. I was hoping you were going to say, like, in religion. No, in the government. He moved back to Maryland. Okay. So, you know. um, Some people think that it was not actually a possession, but suffering from a mental health issue, such as schizophrenia or Tourette's. But that's like, well, then how did it just stop? Right. Right. We never talk about that. That's a good point, too. Like, it just stopped. He became a fine... Young man. Right. Not that people... That no, have, no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. but like... But he yeah. wasn't, you know... Nothing like he was didn't levitating. have any symptoms left. Right. He didn't have any symptoms of any no. mental disorders, such as pictures of Jesus falling <laughs> off the wall. <laughs> <laughs> or the word hello appearing on his body. No, um, but like, it's it's so strange. You're like, yeah, maybe schizophrenia. Like, where did it go? It just right. it doesn't just go away. Right. Like... I've always thought about, like, the before of, like, how are you deciding this ridiculous thing is a mental disorder? But thinking about the after, too, is, bam. Yeah. Yeah. Because if that were the case, lots of people would just go to a priest. Right. <laughs> like, hey. Um, and then I wrote, I wrote this because I thought that it was interesting, and I don't think it actually is. I think I misunderstood it. So, um, Roman Catholics act out the crucifixion in Roland Doe's boyhood neighborhood during a Via Crucis parade organized by the boys' old church. So it was like a picture and that was a caption. Mm-hmm. But I I read it being a Jew and saw crucifixion and I was like, exorcism? No, like yeah. Jesus on so the cross. So it's not as, as weird. Oh, you thought they reenacted his exorcism <laughs> yeah. in public? Yeah. That would be horrible. It's they like, didn't, though. It's, it's like just, the kid's still alive too soon. Yeah. No, uh, it's just, yeah, they yeah. reenacted, like, you know, that whole Jesus thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, in 19... No, I'm sorry. In 2013, he was 78 years old and still alive, living in Maryland. Um, I don't know the update. <laughs> and then I'm ending on a quote from thescarystory.com. And it's really for the first part of the quote. Get ready. <laughs> oh, no. So this article was published in July of 2014. Okay, so it's not that long ago. July of 2014. Oh, damn. Demonic Possession and Exorcism Month continues with the exorcism of Roland Doe. So this is the intro of their article. And the exorcism of Rob... Oh, I'm not going to say his real name. Roland. Sorry. Roland. The real-life exorcism story behind the book and the film, The Exorcist, for the sake of simplicity, this article will use the name Roland Doe. Wow. Great. Thank you once again for choosing something uncomfortable. <laughs> it is the beginning of July. The month is new. The month is fresh. It's July 3rd. I'm always here for the uncomfortable. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Hooray. <laughs> that was good. I liked that. Thank you. Yeah. That was a good time. Um, all right. So we're going to work on getting an email address. We'll post <laughs> it. 
Because yeah. I know we asked you about something. I don't know what it was, but we did. Yeah. So just email us your ghost stories. Yeah. We'd love to yeah. read those. If we actually, yeah, if we actually start getting emails, yeah. like, I would definitely. It'd be great. Mm-hmm. So, all right. Have a lovely night, everyone. Yeah. Happy July. Ha- thank- yep. Great. <laughs>